Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, everyone? Good morning to you. Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I am your host, Scott Cazzoli, joining you on a you know, it's kind of actually a shitty Thursday morning here, August 6th. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to share this with me. I uh, hope everybody's doing okay with the power outages. New York got hit really hard with Hurricane uh, Isaiah. So I was out for 10, 12 hours with that. But um, all good. We're here. Going to hit you with a little bit of fitness action on this episode. You know, on Thursdays, I always do a little bit of nutrition, fitness, you know, more of the body side of it. And on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, try to get you the the mental side of it. Um, first things first, please leave a like, review, subscribe. Uh, again, as usual, a lot of people hitting Apple Podcasts, but you can find us across all the platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, just add us to Amazon uh, Music and Audible as well, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all that good stuff. Please, uh, reviews really drive the podcast. We are inching our way towards that top 25 mental health podcast. I'd appreciate that if you just leave a quick review, um, talk about how beautiful my voice is, whatever you like. Let's just get into it. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that uh, me and my family's been debating about it. People have been, you know, just random, uh, some of the fans here just asking, you know, what kind of cardio I do. And what's better, um, that steady state versus the hit? So we're going to focus on the uh, hit workouts and, you know, high-intensity interval training, uh, also known as, and I'm going to give you my opinion and what I think we should do. We're going to go through, you know, the tips. I'm going to tell you the science side behind it, and then I'm going to go through how to do it more effectively and, you know, ha- talk about your max VO2 levels and all that good stuff. So first off, what is, you know, hit? Uh, high-intensity interval training. Uh, workouts generally combine short bursts of intense exercise, right, with periods of rest or low intensity exercise. So um, this has kind of been a, a little bit of a fad, but it's been it's pretty well studied for the last 10 to 15 years. Most of the uh, interval workouts researchers have studied focus solely on uh, aerobic exercise. Uh, this means the, the scientific understanding of interval training is really based on a, a specific routine than what's kind of happening in your gym or video or magazine. So I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, the researcher's definition matters because when we're talking about the evidence that correlates to benefits and all that stuff, we need to be uh, very specific about the kinds of workouts that that science um, is based on. So, you know, hit the only way you're doing high interval uh, training is based off of your heart rate. So on a very, I'm going to try to be as general to to each person, then we'll go a little bit more detailed, but the heart rate has to reach at least 80% of its maximum, um, usually for one to five minutes with periods of rest or just kind of, you know, going a little slower. Um, And I'm going to break it down to at the end of this, how to do that. There's a couple ways, but that is the strict definition of hit in terms of heart rate. Um, You know, they do look, a lot of hit routines look different. Um... And again, there's hit, and then I just call it sit. So when you hear me say sit, that'll be steady state cardio. Uh, look at steady state, like just you know walking on the, the treadmill or, or anything like that. But to, to get to the hit exercises, very simply put, it could be 30 seconds uh, of being in that 80% max, then 30 seconds of rest. Or if you want to push it, 45 seconds of pushing it at 80%. And then, you know, 15 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever you want to do, you just got to have that 80% pumping. Uh, if you want a routine that's actually been lab tested, I found one. It's called the 4x4. 
this one comes from Norway, and this involves a warm-up, whatever, one-minute warm-up, followed by a four-minute, uh, four, four-minute intervals. And again, this is when you're, you're, you're at that 80% of that maximum capacity, which I will explain um, a little bit after. Then, after that four-by-four-minute intervals, each interspersed with a three-minute kind of recovery period. That's what I mentioned earlier about you know, kind of just bringing it down a little bit. So for example, if you're jogging, let's say you jog for 10 minutes to warm up, then you're going to do those four, four minute intervals of, you know, pushing it, whether it be jump roping, running, sprinting seems to be a very good, but you got to be careful in the joints. Um, followed by three, three minute intervals of moderate jogging or walking or kind of taking it down. Then after that, kind of always make sure to have a cool down after this. Um, you could exercise, you know, you could bring it down with, um, you know, bring down jogging, which is running in place. Um, and then there was another study, um, which is uh, an interval routine that's called 10 by 1. That's 10 one-minute bursts of exercise, each followed by one minute of recovery. Um, my cousin, Paul, actually does a, um, you know, a Tabata training, which, um, you know, Tabata training, it, it's super, super intense. That one is really uh, effective for um, working out. But again, it's the same you know, it's a very similar type style where you're just trying to burn fat, um, you know, doing a tab at a workout. It was actually shown in one of these University of Wisconsin studies. Um, it's it's excellent to trying to, to shred fat and be able to to really, instead of burning any of the muscle off, uh, be able to, to get to, you know, your goals a little quicker. So uh, we hit that. Then the, the next piece I wanted to talk about is, you know, yeah, working, focusing on this kind of cardio fitness. Uh, so re- research has indicated that HIIT workouts can help greatly um, increasing that cardiovascular fitness. So that's obviously a big positive here. It's been demonstrated to boost the cardiovascular fitness as well as the uh, moderate intensity exercise, you know, given the amount of distance covered or your calories burned or, you know, yada, yada, yada. The goal during a HIIT workout uh, as I mentioned, is to hit that targeted percentage. That's going to be that 80 to 90%. But, you know, reaching this goal um, through heart rate does vastly improve that cardiovascular. And when I say that, you know, we all know that means your heart. So that's really a big um, benefit of, you know, attempting to do this HIIT exercise is, is working um, and being able to to just make your heart a little healthier, which, you know, for me, uh, I didn't know that, you know, until a couple of weeks ago. I just implemented... Um, you know, doing some more hit exercises, just so everybody knows. Again, I'm sure you kind of know a little bit about what I do, but I'm, you know, I used to, when we had gyms, do some powerlifting. But since, you know, we don't have heavy weights here, um, the reason why I never really got into hit was my body was always a little sore from the gym. My joints went my knees when you're squatting. Um, but since the, the heavy weights aren't really around, I've been able to implement more hit. So I'm doing three times, I do cardio six times a week. This is separate to my strength training. Check out that resistance training uh, episode from last week. But um, it's going to be a combination for me. So I do a combination of HIIT exercises. That's three times a week followed, um, you know, every other day usually. And then I'll do like, you know, a long walk or something like that just to burn the calories off. So, we'll, we'll, you know, I'll, I'll break that down a little bit more. And again, feel free to email me. Let me know if you have questions. I'm more than happy to set up a program for anybody. I have some templates that we kind of go through and I, I've, you know, I've either bought them or used them. So don't waste your money. Come to me. More than happy to help you with that. That's causing the effect podcast at um, you know, gmail.com. 
So whether your goal is to improve fitness or lower that risk for cardiovascular, lose weight, um, strengthen that skeletal muscle, uh, you know, a few minutes of hit really seem to be very effective um, as, you know, much longer periods of moderate paced, you know, uh, steady state cardio. So well-trained athletes do mostly use hit. Um, it's definitely a good way to, to kind of elevate that physical performance. And there is um, one small study of healthy but sedentary people actually found it was a uh, one minute, literally one minute of hit of hit exercise perform performing this three to three days a week. So that's three minutes of working out in a week. Uh, for six weeks, significantly improved the their blood sugar scores, the aerobic capacity. Uh, study participants completed ten to twenty second bouts, kind of an all out stationary bike um, that everybody loves, and you know that's remarkable. Um, another research study f- found that hit. Um, could outperform traditional cardio when it comes to fat loss. Um, a hit-induced surge in your body's levels of growth hormones and you know other organic compounds really can increase the fat burning and energy expenditures for hour uh, for you know compared to hours of um, exercise. So uh, I want to get into just some tips on you know how to make sure you're doing hit the the right way, right. Uh, sometimes people will think, you know, I'm sure to speed up my jog, uh, you know, go faster. Uh, a little intensity is better, but that's not really true hit. Like I said, we have to stick to that 80%. And that's even something I was a little lackadaisical with. Oh, you're getting, you know, uh, 70% max or this or that. And again, at the end, I'm going to break this down, how to use your heart rate to, to train. So, um, again, just to, to give you another example of, let's say you're, you're going to be doing bodyweight exercise for your your training, right? You could be doing 45 seconds of burpees. You could do 45 seconds of mountain climbers. You could be doing 45 seconds of the bike. Or, you know, you just have to make sure uh, Fitbit, uh, the Apple Watch, the Garmin's are fantastic. Um, definitely try to use those. But the, the key, again, is pushing yourself hard during every second of that intense hit workout, right? This way, uh, when, you, when that recovery period times come, you're truly using each of these precious seconds to, to recover, you know? So I think you guys got a good set on that. Again, you could do a super fast running on the treadmill. That works. Um, again, if you, if you want me to put something together, I could, but any exercise, that's why I kind of like hit because you could do any exercise. You could do jump roping. You could do, um, there's, there's a yoga hit workout that I didn't even know about that. You know how much I love yoga. Um, you know, another tip that I have for you guys, just kind of easing gradually, you know, use that baseline. You have to know these, ba- it takes a little bit more work to, to understand what's going on in your body, but, um, you have to have a baseline level of aerobic fitness before you start adding these intervals, right? So you have to know where you start. Uh, I would say, you know, don't just jump into this. Um, definitely take your time. It doesn't have to start up 80%. Just, just get comfortable to the feeling. Um, and you know, the other thing I wanted to say is I think hit is much more beneficial for people who are, is kind of like their main workout, right? Maybe pushing it to 30 minutes a day. Uh, but w- from what I saw, and again, uh, my powerlifting guys could definitely let me know uh, what they think, but it could be too much on your body if you're, if you're lifting uh, hundreds of pounds of weight six times a week and doing hit four to five times a week. You know, again, I, I'm, I could be a little bit uh, kind of weary of, of the injuries and stuff, but, you know, just be, be mindful of that. Uh, another, another tip I think that helps is just pick an exercise that you enjoy. I particularly have been doing 
jump roping into, you know, shadow boxing into sprinting. That seems to be a nice little thing for me, but you could do anything you want. If you hate running, you don't have to run. You could do the bike. Um, you know, you have to, I would suggest choosing a hit exercise in which you use those larger muscle groups. Legs are usually easier. That's easier to get your, your heart rate up. Um, and then you're also able to accelerate to top speed quickly as well as kind of coming down, but you could do push-ups if, if you'd like and, and really any exercise works. Um, again, be mindful of those leg workouts because if you're going to be pushing heavy in the legs, don't be a day before or day after your leg workout. Don't be doing it. So you're going to have to kind of try to stay off that if you're pushing it super hard. I don't think that's really the case, um, for most people nowadays because, um, not a lot of people have gyms, but, uh, the other reason why I actually ended up getting away from, hit exercises was I wasn't fueled up properly. Uh, that's because I was doing a fast in the morning and it's just much harder to do a hit exercise when you're not, uh, when you're not, you know, fueled up. Right. So if you're trying to burn body fat, it's very easy to neglect to kind of fuel up. That's what I thought. You know, I found out it's a mistake. You know, this isn't, uh, just doing cardio every day where you can kind of do faster cardio. So make sure you have a little bit of carbs before, um, you have to kind of do treat these hit sessions as a, as another weightlifting workout um, because you want to have the, those carbs to kind of fuel you and those fast digesting proteins. You got to be able to listen to your body as well. Um, you know, don't push it on all ends. Maybe have a couple days, two, three days of just doing hit, f- spread out with your leg workout and then your, your chest workout. But again, stick to 20-minute uh, workouts. You could do, you know, five minutes on low, and then you could, you could break this down, right, to these different, your different heart rates where it's five minutes low, then do two minutes medium, you only have 30 seconds at that super heavy level, but I wanted to, to break down the, um, understanding your, the max heart rate, because that's really is a piece that goes into this, so there's a couple ways to, to break it down, um, the old school method that, that I use just because, you know, it's just easier, to be honest with you, um, it's calculating your heart rate max minus your age. So let's say the heart rate max is around 220, 210 to 220. And, you know, for me, I'm 30 years old, right? So we would take, let's say, uh, you know, 210. Uh, 210 minus 30, that's going to give you 180. So that would be, you know, my max. And then, you know, you end up taking uh, 75 to 85% of that, which I think is around between 140 and 150, somewhere in that, in that area. So not the most accurate method if you don't want to get too deep, but again, it's very simple to kind of keep it around there. Um, there is other methods that are kind of more effective. Um, Professor Connolly suggests something called max heart rate. Um, you know, and I'm I'm just going to quote him here. That this is this is this was just interesting. Simple test that I have proposed over the years is going out onto an outdoor track, jogging 400 meters as a light warm up, then running 400 meters as fast as you can. Uh, repeat the sequence two more times for a total of six laps. That sounds tough. Check your heart rate after that third set. Whatever the number is after that last lap is a good indication of your heart rate max. That could be a little uh, pushy, a little, um, you know, too much for beginners or some people have injuries. I will not be partaking in that, uh, but if you like it, you can use that. The second method um, that's more, you know, just more little technical was uh, Dr. Walrod's technique. This involves a little bit more math, but he uh, 
suggest first using this formula for calculating your heart rate max, which is 208 uh, minus, um, again, a little bit of math here. You're going to take uh, 70% uh, of your age and then uh, subtract that by uh, 208. So if we did, let's say 0.7 times 40 years old, let's say, you know, you're around 30, 208 minus uh, 30 is going to give you that, that heart rate. So now for a 25 year old, um, you know, he would have a max of 190.5 beats per minute. This formula does tend to be a little more accurate per both doctors. But once you kind of figure out that heart rate max, uh, it's easy to find your, your resting heart rate. Um, do this by either counting your pulse for 30 seconds or then by multiplying that number by two or checking your heart rate monitor. You know, we have all these different tools that could kind of help you get there. Um, you know, the, the key is to be in the, in that zone, right? To, to make your training most effective, you really have to aim to get your heart rate up to this level and keep it there. Uh, you know, these, these ranges are known as heart rate zones. You know, Orange Theory is a big one that keeps you kind of in that I would say the anaerobic moderate intensity levels, and there's three main heart rate zones. That's going to be aerobic with low intensity. That would be 50 to 75% of that heart rate max. Um, that's going to be that low intensity train, that sit, um, that walking, that you know, doing slow steps, whatever works. Then the next one would be anaerobic moderate intensity. This is kind of where Orange Theory and some of those... Um, you know, CKO and uh, these these various ones get 75 to 85% uh, or 70 to 80% of your heart rate. And then the anaerobic high intensity training is 80 to, to 90, 95%. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there. I think th this one felt pretty good. Uh, I really enjoy doing these. Maybe we'll do a, uh, I'll do a, a sit one next week. Please let me know your thoughts on this one. If it helps, uh, let me know if you disagree. If you agree, I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys um, as, you know, from each side of the of the you know the spectrum as possible and, and, and again I'll tell you that my theory is to do a little bit of everything always that's the, the best way so if you're asking me Scott what's the answer a little bit of both sit and hit exercise will get you uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed this one please stay safe stay positive and stay blessed I'll talk to you later bye bye